Hello and welcome to the MCWF, the Music City Wrestling Federation, a fantasy booking show presented by Squared Circle Radio. It's their first pay-per-view of season three as Andy presents Hardcore Heaven for the Mayhem brand and Chris presents Are You Ready for the Warzone brand. I'm your host, Tyler Peters. Let me introduce you to the creator of the Warzone brand, Chris Belcher, and the leader of the Mayhem brand, Andy York. Gentlemen, how are we doing? I am so excited to see where these pay-per-views lead us. Man, that's the first pay-per-view. First pay-per-view is always kind of tricky. Yeah. You know, you're excited for it. You've you've laid the groundwork the first four weeks. The pay-per-view is super important because it's the jumping off point yeah. of how you continue the stories, especially with our new calendar format. Yeah. I mean, it's just it's the beginning to everything else. And it's a great place to jump off and have a great running start going into the rest of the season. It's also a place that you could find yourself sinking very quickly at the same time if you're not careful. So it's a it's a fine line to walk, but it's going to be a lot of fun. And I just I can't believe we're already here. I feel like I say this every year as we move through, but I'm like, I can't believe we're already at the month one pay-per-view. It goes by a lot faster than we want it to. It does. For sure. Really Especially does. when you're long-term planners like we are, yeah. and you have stuff planned for you know month five, month six already. Yeah. I'm like, oh, it'll take forever to get there. We got time. And then all of a sudden, I'm like, oh, no, we're here. We're here. here <laughs> we're we go. at it. We got to go. Yep. Yep. Um, so if you guys are just now joining us, if, if this is your first time listening to Squared Circle Radio, to the MCWF. Thank you for stumbling upon our show. Make sure you subscribe, download, uh, wherever you find your podcast. We're available everywhere. Uh, make sure you follow us each and every week. Go back and catch up on Season 3, as well as Seasons 1 and 2. Um, there's a year's worth of fantasy booking there. So make sure you go back and check that out. Make sure you're subscribed. Follow us at Circle underscore radio on other social media platforms. Because, Tyler, that's where they get these... Uh, uh, we post these cool matchup graphics and we do all those kind of things to kind of hype everybody up and give everybody the most visual aid that they can have for these fantasy booking shows. Because uh, that's what we want you to do. Visualize what we're doing, even though it's just audio. Try to visualize it in your head, Tyler. That's what makes it fun. Correct. It's a lot of fun because you get to picture how Chris and Andy are uh, positioning their wrestlers, what matches. I mean, it's got the feels of what you see on TV uh, just in their own way. And for me, I'm a fan of what these gentlemen are doing, and I know you will be too. So please do yourself a favor. Go follow, subscribe, and check these uh, guys out because they are doing uh, some terrific work with their regular wrestling program with Jared when he joins them. And I, I got to tell you, gentlemen, I love the uh, – what you all are doing. I mean, this is just a, a lot of fun. I, I just can't stress it enough. Well, we appreciate it. Thank you, Tyler. Thank you for your support. And uh, again, all of you that are out there listening, uh, if you've caught any of our other programs, thank you for doing that. Just know that today we are aware is the Elimination Chamber pay-per-view. Um, so expect some more content from us on this very feed. So you want to know what we think about the current product. As Tyler mentioned, just Go back in our feed, listen to our regular Tuesday show, um, and then also there'll be some reaction on this feed as well. So make sure, just subscribe, right, Andy? Just just subscribe. That's the best way to do it. Yeah, and, uh, you know, I hope you uh, were ready and woke up early and got to catch it and everything else. But, yeah, we're, we're excited about heading into WrestleMania season, but also what we're doing here as well is, is a lot of fun. Yeah, well, we're going to get into uh – 
explaining how this works uh, before we get into the pay-per-view portions of the program. Uh, today's shows works with each brand presenting their pay-per-view first as they continue alternating who begins each week, and Andy will go first today. Remember that the pay-per-views have no time limit. It gives these guys plenty of time to present each pay-per-view. Following both pay-per-views, we will have a period of drops and pickups. Each brand has a minimum of two surprise pickups and the opportunity to add more with every drop they receive. And for example, if Chris drops two people, he will receive additional two surprise pickups. And if Andy does decide to drop five people, he will get five more surprise pickups. And that happens after the shows. Andy's first pay-per-view. Are you ready? Andy, hardcore heaven. It's got an extreme feel for me. Oh, yeah. I cannot wait to see what you have. Oh yeah, it's it's going to be an extreme show for sure. Let's uh let's catch everybody up on what happened in week four in case you missed it. Obviously, we want you to go back and listen to the whole thing. We're not going to recap uh, every little detail, um, but you want to go back and check that out. Especially Andy, like I mentioned before, we're following a calendar format. So today is Saturday. If you're listening to this on the day that it drops, next Thursday will be our next TV. So week yep. five, there's no week in between, all that kind of stuff. So make sure that you are uh, prepared. Um, and you're subscribed, as I keep saying. I know I, I feel like I've said it three or four <laughs> times now, but in order to keep up with what we're doing, make sure you subscribe. All right, on the War Zone, week four, we kicked off with AJ Styles defeating Rey Mysterio to earn his rematch against Edge here at Are You Ready Tonight? Uh, we had face-to-face with Logan Paul and Kevin Owens talking about uh, Logan Paul's actions over the last couple weeks, setting up a match for tonight's pay-per-view, uh, we saw a triple threat match between Bianca Belair, Maurice, and Candice LeRae um, because of the interactions in the uh, mixed tag team championship division. Um, so go back and check that out. And then a tremendous match between the Young Bucks and the Street Profits. And then a brand new Intercontinental Champion was crowned in the main event, Brian Myers. Not without controversy, ladies and gentlemen, defeating Johnny Gargano to become the brand-new Intercontinental Champion. On the Mayhem side, we uh, kicked off the night with Eddie Kingston and Brian Danielson tag-teaming against the House of Black. Um, but after the House of Black kind of destroyed them and dismantled them, Malachi Black was cutting a promo, calling out whoever had been mysteriously haunting him the week before, and it was answered by none other than Sting himself. Um, and they will be having a match tonight, as well as uh, Randy Orton made his Mayhem debut, defeating Solo Sokoa. Um, trying to see here what else kind of took place. Oh, Cody and Brock just kind of brawled all over the place throughout the entire night. Um, and then cut a, Cody cut a scathing promo, calling him out, telling him he's ready for the match. Um, we had a brand new tag team debut. Mm. Um, Bronson Reed and Wardlow, the Dogs of War, and they are not alone as they are now officially a part of the Don Callis family here on Mayhem. Um, <clears throat> Britt and Rhea cut promos back and forth on each other. Tony Storm made her Mayhem debut as well, and we ended the night off with a contract signing for the MCWF Championship between Roman Reigns and CM Punk, where Paul Heyman made his claim known that he was very firmly on the side of of Roman Reigns by low-blowing Punk and allowing Roman to put him through the table. So, 
Great stuff. Um, let's uh, speaking of Brock Lesnar. Uh, let's throw a disclaimer in here. Um, as most of you guys know, if you followed our show, we we do pre-record a lot of these fantasy booking shows, just because Andy and I do like to work ahead, and we want to get everything down so that we can work ahead. Um, because the way that we present these shows. You know, it is sort of based on everybody's reaction right. here, and we get feedback, and we change things based on that. So plans do change, and we want to get these shows recorded and put out, especially as the creative juices are flowing. Uh, we want to get those put out. So all that being said, some of these have been pre-recorded. Um, we are firmly aware of the controversy and the lawsuit surrounding Vince McMahon that supposedly includes Brock Lesnar. Um, it's pretty easy if you put two and two together if that's who that is but um we are firmly aware of all of that we are being sensitive to that however and what andy and i are doing is a fantasy booking world um it is certainly a step outside of reality yes we are fantasy booking current day rosters but this is not what's happening on tv we obviously do not condone what happened what was explained in the lawsuit however Brock Lesnar is active right now. He will continue to be active. Vince McMahon was active last season. There, there have been references made. There will continue to be references yeah. made. So, again, we want to make sure that our listeners understand that we are being sensitive to the situation. We are aware, but at the same time, this is a step outside of reality. Andy and I very much enjoy this. Mm. Um, it's a step outside of reality for us, too. Yeah. So... That's what we're treating this as. Yep. And, you know, as as more information comes out, we may reassess situations and sure. things like that as, as they come out. But, um, you know, we just full disclaimer, we started recording all of this before all that came out. And so yep. it's kind of difficult in a situation right now to stop it. But, again, you know, the things that were put out there were horrific and horrible and, um, you know, we, we don't take it lightly at all. So sure. just wanted to throw that out there as a disclaimer, um, you know, just to know that we're not just ignoring it, but yes. we, we are paying attention to it as well. Yeah, for sure. <clears throat> and, and I think that is uh, so important. And uh, I'll tell you, th these guys are, are so uh, concerning as I, and uh, I think that was uh, just uh, well said. And gentlemen, hey, let, let's brown up our spirits a little bit. I mean, that, that was good to discuss. But, uh, you know, let's end it on the high note, as they say. And I, I got to tell you, Andy, I got so ahead of myself. How dare I skip the recaps almost? I mean, I was almost feeling hardcore heaven too early. You're almost the hardcore heaven. You couldn't help it. That's okay. On that stair, no. on that stairway to hardcore go, heaven. That's what, that's what you were doing. There, there we go. go. Some Led Zeppelin in there. <laughs> Oh, man, let's not waste any more time, Tyler. Let's do it. Andy's going yeah, first. Yeah, let's not do it. Yeah, come on. Let's do it. All right, no time limit. Andy's going first. Here we go. All right, here we go. I am standing there ready to fight you, Brock Lesnar. Your arms are just too short to box with God. How can you see into my eyes like open?
Hello, everyone, and welcome to the first pay-per-view of Season 3 for Mayhem Hardcore Heaven. And what a show we have in store for you tonight. I am Michael Cole. This is Pat McAfee. And in our main event tonight, Roman Reigns defends his MCWF Championship against CM Punk and so much more. But we couldn't start to show off any other way but with the American Nightmare, Cody Rhodes. And you know this is a must-win for Cody, especially if he wants to put Brock Lesnar down once and for all as he is making his way out to the ring. And he wants to get back in that title picture with Roman Reigns. And it starts by putting an end to the beast here tonight. But that is easier said than done when it comes to someone like Brock Lesnar, who is on a tear right now in the MCWF. As Cody is getting into the ring, ready for this Texas bull rope match between these two men. But as we said, that is not an easy task when it comes to facing the beast, Brock Lesnar, who is hungry and has his eyes set on Cody Rhodes as Brock gets into the ring and is ready to go as the referee goes over and puts the strap on Cody's wrist. He's walking over to put on Brock, but Brock just pulls the strap and takes Cody out with a clothesline, and he just takes the strap and begins to whip Cody with it over and over and over again. Busting open the back of Cody Rhodes. He's bruised up really bad. The referee is checking on him, but Brock is yelling at him to ring the bell, so the referee calls for this from the start. <clears throat> Brock puts the strap on and just drills Cody with German suplex. After a German suplex, Cody is in a really bad shape. <clears throat> Brock picks Cody up and hits an F5 on him, covers him one, two, Cody kicks out. Brock, though, is smiling and picks Cody up and just throws him into the corner. He grabs the strap again and pulls Cody towards him and takes him out with another nasty clothesline. He picks Cody up once again and hits a second F5, covers him again. One, two, Cody kicks out again. Brock is no longer smiling. He is frustrated as can be as it's beginning to build up in him as Cody is slowly pulling himself up by the strap. Uh, Brock grabs him and pulls him around, but Cody drills him with the cowbell in the middle of the strap, busting him open. Brock is staggered as Cody drills him with the cowbell again and then drops him with a Cody cutter. He is fired up. Brock is starting to sell up as Cody pulls him in and drills him with a crossroads, covers him one, two. Brock kicks out this time. <clears throat> Cody is very tired and is beat up as he is pulling himself up. And he's pulling Brock up again. He's looking for a crossroads. But once again, Brock slips out of it and picks Cody up and plants him with a third F5. He is fired up. This one is all over as he makes the cover. One, two. Cody barely kicks out again. How does Cody have this fight left in him? He is fired up. Brock is very upset. But as he kicked out, he pulls up and hits a crossroads again on Brock Lesnar as he holds on, hits him with another one. And then another one and covers him one, two, three. Cody Rhodes gets the massive win here tonight over Brock Lesnar as he is completely spent and exhausted. Brock is still laying there on the mat as well. 
Both men went to absolute war tonight as they pull themselves back up. Brock stands in face-to-face with Cody and pulls him in and shakes his hand and raises his hand in the air as that is a massive show of respect from Brock Lesnar to Cody Rhodes as Cody is pointing to the hard cam, motioning that he wants that MCWF championship. Cody Rhodes gets the win to start the night off here on Hardcore Heaven. Adversity. 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 All about the adversity. A couple ads play, whatever happens. Here we go. We're back. And the devil of mayhem himself is looking to win the United States Championship and take it away from the man that he has had problems with for a few months now, going back to season two. But will MJF be able to get the job done? As the megastar, LA Knight is ready to defend the championship that he won just a couple weeks ago from Okada. He's got a big one coming up here, but he is fired up and ready to go. The crowd is loving him. He is standing in the ring as he is looking around, and he leads them in the... Yeah. As we do championship introductions here, um, this one gets started. LA Knight is just smiling as he goes to the middle of the ring and offers his hand to MJF as Max just kind of looks at him and then around at the rest of the crowd trying to just figure it out. But as he walks over to shake his hand, LA Knight pokes him in the eye. LA Knight pulls him into a headlock and gains control. We move forward in this match a little bit as LA Knight has been in complete control. He shoots MJF into the corner. He goes for a splash, but MJF moves out of the way, forcing him to crash and burn. Max just begins to take the fight to LA Knight and stomping a mud hole in him in the corner. He stumbles back into a different corner and he's trying to take the turnbuckle off or the cover off the turnbuckle, but the referee catches him and makes him stop. But while he's distracted, once again, LA Knight pokes MJF in the eye and then takes him out with a drop kick. LA Knight has regained control and clotheslines MJF out of the ring. Knight is out after him and begins to slam his head into the table over and over and over again. Finally, MJF gets some separation. And it looks like he's trying to crawl under the ring. But LA Knight grabs him and is able to pull him back up. And he gets sprayed with a fire hydrant as the referee is yelling at MJF. He had blinded him. MJF says, I never hit him with it. It doesn't count. As the referee's <laughs> yelling at him. They're all yelling back and forth. But he just smiles and rolls uh, LA Knight back into the ring. And he just begins to open up on Knight with lefts and rights before picking him up and planting him with a pile driver. Covers him one, two, kick out. We move forward a little bit, and MJF is still in complete control. He has LA Knight placed on the top turnbuckle, but LA Knight slips down, picks MJF up, and plants him with a sit-out powerbomb, covers him one, two, kick out. LA Knight is trying to recover and just starts drilling Max with lefts and rights, but he goes for a clothesline, but MJF ducks underneath and hits a neckbreaker. Both men are completely laid out, but slowly begin to pull themselves back up. MJF, though, is trying to lock in the salt of the earth, but LA Knight blocks, gets out of it, and drills him with the BFT. He covers him. He's starting to make the cover. He's crawling over to make the cover. Wait, wait a minute. What is Wardlow doing out here? 
Wardlow and Bronson Reed both are making their way down to the ring. What has happened is they jump on the apron. The referee is yelling at them to get down. But from the other side, Don Callis is out on the crowd and gives MJF his ring. What is going on? LA Knight, though, shoots, uh, shoots Wardlow and Breed, the double bird. He turns around but gets rocked with the ring. MJF covers him. One, two, three. MJF is your new United States champion. After only a two-week reign from LA Knight, MJF without controversy, but it's still your new United States champion. And what is this new unholy alliance between Don Callis and MJF as Wardlow and Reed get in the ring and they shake hands with MJF and they raise his hand up high. It looks like MJF is now a part of the Don Callis family here and LA Knight is absolutely furious at ringside, but what does this mean for the future of the MCWF? As we get things cleared up and we are back. This is what you the Eradicator of Mayhem is looking to regain some championship gold here tonight. Remember the history between these two ladies. Rip Baker is hoping for a different story with the same outcome of keeping that championship but not getting put on the injured reserve for some time as Rhea is in the ring. The Doctor of Mayhem is ready to prove to everyone that she is the champion of this brand and everything and everyone runs through her. She gets into the ring. We do championship introductions here. As Britt and Rhea lock up in the middle of the ring, uh, Rhea gets the advantage, shoots her off the ropes, and takes her out with a shoulder tackle. Rhea flexes, shoots off the ropes, but Britt drops down, leapfrogs, and drills Rhea with an, a drop kick, staggering her. Britt shoots off the ropes, but Rhea catches her and hits her with an overhead suplex, forcing Britt out of the ring. Rhea rolls out after her and is just beating down the champion. As we kind of move forward a little bit in this match, Rhea shoots Britt into the corner. She goes for a splash, but Britt catches her with a super kick. Rhea is staggered once again, but Britt drops down and hits another super kick. Britt makes the climb to the top rope uh, and is looking for a drop kick, but Rhea catches her with a headbutt, and Britt is already grabbing her neck and head again. Rhea Ripley may have done it again as she picks up Britt and drills her with the riptide, covers her one, two. Britt kicks out at the last second. Rhea cannot believe it as she pulls Britt up for another riptide, but this time Britt reverses it into a Canadian destroyer. Britt stumbles her way into the corner, climbs to the top rope, and hits an avalanche curb stomp, but she is not done here as she pulls out the little black glove and locks in the lockjaw. Rhea's in the middle of the ring. She has nowhere to go, and Rhea Ripley taps out to the lockjaw here tonight. The champion retains after a hard-fought victory as she has proven that she can take out any and all challengers. What a moment here for Britt, but the lights in the arena go out. As we cut to the Titantron, we see the black SUV pulling up into the parking lot that we saw last week, and the same high hills get out 
and start making their way through the backstage area. We cut to the ring where Britt is staring down the ramp, completely confused. Duh. A storm. <laughs> Wait a minute. It is Jade Cargill. What is she doing here? She is making her MCWF debut and she is calling out the champion Britt Baker as Jade gets into the ring and is face to face with Britt Baker. She is here and she is looking to win that Mayhem, or that MCWF Women's Championship and it's only gonna get harder and harder for from here for Britt Baker it seems as Britt raises that championship in the air and Jade is just laughing at her. Jade Cargill is now on Mayhem. As we cut backstage and we see Paul Heyman sitting in his office, rocking back and forth in his chair, smiling. And he says, as you can see, Mayhem is on the up and up from here. One of the biggest stars in the wrestling world now calls Mayhem her home. We would like to welcome Jade Cargill. But that isn't the only exciting news we have to announce tonight. In two weeks, we will begin a tournament to crown a brand new champion here on Mayhem. A championship that I hold near and dear to my heart. A championship that will perfectly represent this brand. We are introducing the brand new hardcore championship. On Mayhem, we will announce the entire field of the tournament with the finals taking place at our next pay-per-view one night stand. <laughs> so, Mayhem, I believe it's time to get extreme. As we cut back to commentary, what a major announcement from our general manager, Paul Heyman. But after this ad, coming up next, Sting is making his debut on Mayhem. All right, as we are back from running ads. As the man who has promised to absolve the sins of the entire Mayhem roster, making his way to the ring. No Brody King, no Buddy Matthews, not even Julia Hart is with him. Just Malachi Black as he is making his way to the ring, but he has the opportunity to put it all past him, and especially between him and Sting once and for all, as Black is in the ring. It seems like Sting is going to make him wait for a little bit. As the icon Sting is finally making his much-anticipated debut here on Mayhem. A moment that we honestly thought we would never see is finally happening. But we have to ask this question, what kind of shape is Sting gonna be in after all of the things that happened leading up to the last stand and everything that's happened the last couple of weeks? What kind of physical and mental state is Sting gonna be in as he gets into the ring as Sting is kind of sitting back in the corner, letting this moment play out, the crowd in front of the sold-out crowd, as they are absolutely going crazy for him. But Malachi Black just walks and sits in the middle of the ring, cross-legged, and he hasn't taken his eyes off Sting. 
Finally, Sting walks over and does the exact same thing and is just there staring at each other face to face as Malachi Black is talking to him. They're talking to each other. Finally, the two men just start to stand up in the middle of the ring and are nose to nose before Malachi Black drops him with a black mask from out of nowhere. But Sting absolutely no-sells it and is just standing behind Malachi Black. Malachi slowly turns around as Sting screams and beats his chest and just starts taking the fight to him as Malachi Black is trying to get away. He shoots Black into the corner. He goes for that Stinger splash, but Black sprays him with Black Mist, blinding, Mal or blinding Sting here. He has blinded the Stinger. Malachi slowly walks over to Sting, drops him with a massive Black Mass again. Malachi is just laughing at Sting, who can't even pull himself up. Black puts his foot under the chin of Sting, lifts him up, and hits a third uh, Black Mass puts his foot on Sting's chest. The referee makes the cover. One, two, three. Malachi Black has quite literally stomped out Sting here tonight. What a performance. We did not expect to see that, but it doesn't look like it's over as the House of Black have joined him, and they aren't done as they are just putting the boots to Sting as they are beating him down. The three men now are just surrounding him as he has nowhere to go. Sting has been busted open and is bleeding, but that is not stopping the House of Black here tonight. Wait a minute, though. Here comes Danielson and Kingston to the ring to try to even out the odds, but the numbers game is just getting to them as Brody, Buddy and Brody and Malachi are just beating all three of them down. Finally, Buddy and Brody are holding Eddie Kingston and Brian Danielson as Malachi Black has a steel chair in his hand. They have Sting caught up in the ropes, and he's about to swing it and take him out with it. Wait a minute. John Moxley, though. Mox is back after weeks of being out. He is back and is flying down the ramp with a barbed wire bat in hand. Uh, as Daniel, as uh, he hits the ring, as Malachi Black, though, bails from the ring, he just takes out Brody and Buddy with it. Finally, Danielson hits uh, Buddy with a running knee as Moxley takes out Brody with a paradigm shift. Mox is just staring a hole through Malachi Black as he is calling them out. He is calling out his shot as Malachi Black, but Danielson, Danielson turns Moxley around and they are nose to nose. While they were aligned tonight, who knows if that will be the case moving forward with these three men as the three men are just yelling at each other. Malachi Black is smiling as he is making his way up the ramp. Malachi Black gets the win, but John Moxley is back on Mayhem. As we cut backstage where we see the entire bloodline in the locker room as Roman Reigns is getting ready to defend his championship later tonight, we cut to a separate shot with FTR and CM Punk in his locker room getting ready. That match is coming up a little bit later tonight. All right, as we are back from running ads. You know it's all about as Adam Cole is fired up, and he is ready to get the job done against Samoa Joe as Cole is in the middle of the ring. But Samoa Joe is making is looking to make his name known here on Mayhem. 
and he has made it very clear that he did not attack Adam Cole to help CM Punk. He attacked Adam Cole to help Samoa Joe, and that's his number one priority as he gets into the ring. And this one gets started. Um, out of the gate, though, Joe comes running across the ring, but Cole sidesteps and begins to drill Joe with multiple punches in the corner. Joe staggers out of the corner, but gets dropped with a super kick. Cole covers him one, two, kick out. Joe rolls out of the ring, but Adam Cole is climbing to the top rope. He's, he's going for a cross body, but Joe catches him and then hits a body slam to the apron, the side of the ring. Joe rolls him back into the ring, grabs him, and drops him with a urinagi, covers him one, two, Cole kicks out. Cole once again rolls out of the ring, but Joe takes him out with a suicide dive, sending Adam Cole back first into the announce table. Joe quickly grabs him, throws him back into the ring. He slides back in and locks in the coquina clutch. Uh, he has him right in the middle of the ring. He has nowhere to go, but he rolls his weight and rolls up Joe. One, two, Joe kicks out. But as Joe gets up, he gets dropped with a super kick, followed by one, another one to the knee, and then one to the face. As Joe is down, Adam Cole crawls over to the corner. He climbs to the middle rope and is looking for that Panama sunrise. But Joe catches him and plants him with a urinagi. Uh, he has nowhere to go, but Cole is absolutely out of it. He picks him up. He's looking again for that coquina clutch, but he slips out, goes for a super kick, but Joe catches it, pulls him in, and nails him with an exploder suplex into the corner. Joe is fired up as he puts Cole on the top turnbuckle. He goes for a muscle buster, but Adam Cole reverses it into a Panama sunrise as Cole lowers his pad, drops the boom on him, covers him one, two, three. Adam Cole gets the win over Samoa Joe. That was a massive, massive win. But Cole is in the, on the middle rope as he is pointing on the hard cam too and is motioning for that championship as well. He is calling out the NCWF champion. He wants whoever is the champion after tonight. But tonight, Adam Cole is victorious and has a bright future ahead. As we cut to commentary, where we have Michael Cole, and he says, what a night we've had so far, but what will the fallout be tonight from tonight on Thursday? Well, we are going to hear from the American Nightmare, American Nightmare himself, Brian Danielson, or... Cody Rhodes, there we go. Brian Danielson, though, will be in action as he goes one-on-one -on -one with Eddie Kingston. We will also hear from the newest member of the Mayhem roster, Jay Cargill. And in the main event, John Moxley will finally get his hands on Malachi Black as they will be locked inside of a steel cage wrapped in barbed wire. Wow. But we still have one more question to answer here tonight. Who is walking out as the MCWF champion? The savior of the wrestling world is looking to end the reign of Roman Reigns over the entire MCWF. And Punk is looking for his first championship goal here in the MCWF. But that is not going to be an easy challenge at all. Because the greatest champion in the history of this business, in the history of the MCWF, and Paul Heyman said we legally have to say that, <laughs> seems like his challengers are getting closer and closer to taking away his championship every single time. But you know he always has a plan, and if he doesn't, 
as Paul Heyman walks out here with him. That snake always has a plan as well, as Roman Reigns is looking to keep that MCWF championship tonight. And he has a long way to go ahead of him, though, as Punk is pacing back and forth and sitting. Finally, he sits cross-legged in the middle of the ring and is motioning for Roman to get down here, but Roman's just smiling and throwing that championship at him like he likes to do. This pay-per-view, we gotta wait for it. We do. As Roman gets into the ring, and is face-to-face -face with Punk as we do championship introductions. And this one is officially underway as Roman and Punk are face-to-face -face in the middle of the ring, nose-to-nose, -nose, as this dream match is finally something people have been waiting for for a while. They finally get to see as the two men just seem to be taking in the moment. But Punk rocks Roman with a roundhouse kick, picks him up and plants him with a GTS, covers him one, two, Roman kicks out. Paul Heyman is screaming on the outside as Punk shows him how close he was to winning. But then Punk rolls out of the ring and is making his way after Paul Heyman, who is running as fast as he can <laughs> up the ramp to get away as Punk is smiling and waving at him goodbye as Paul runs into the back. He slides into the ring but gets caught with a spear from out of nowhere. Covers him one, two, Punk kicks out. Roman is furious and climbs on top of Punk and just begins to open him up with elbow after elbow. Punk is busted open and bleeding as Roman picks him up and plants him with the rock bottom. Covers him again. One, two, Punk kicks out. Roman is in the corner and he's calling for that spear, but Punk in the middle of the uh, but Punk catches him with a knee from out of nowhere and then locks in the Anaconda Vice in the middle of the ring as Roman is screaming in pain. He is in the middle of the ring with nowhere to go. Punk is wrenching back on his arm. It looks like Roman is about to tap, but oh, wait a minute. Here come the Usos down to ringside, causing Punk to relinquish the hold. The Usos are yelling at Punk, but here comes FTR down the ring as they pull the Usos off the apron and just start taking the fight to him. The referee is distracted and yelling at both teams to get out of here. But from the crowd, Solo Sokoa slides into the ring and hits the Samoan spike on CM Punk and then throws him towards Roman who drills him with a spear. Solo slides out of the ring and goes under the ring to hide as the referee turns around, sees the cover. One, two, three. Roman reigns retains the MCWF championship. Obviously, without the help of the bloodline, he could not do it. But at the end of the day, Roman Reigns is still the MCWF champion, and that does not seem to be going away anytime soon. But wait a minute, we saw this at the end of the last stand. Cody Rhodes is making his way out to the ring, out to the ramp and is motioning that he wants that championship, he wants that title from Roman Reigns. And will that be the case? Wait a minute, as Adam Cole makes his way out here too, as Cole and Cody are now face to face, 
and Roman Reigns is behind them in the ring with his championship looking a little nervous. What will be the scene at Mayhem this Thursday? You don't want to miss it. Check us out for more Mayhem. That was uh, another just exciting show, Andy, for uh, Mayhem presenting Hardcore Heaven. Uh, just some brief highlights, and I'll throw it over to you, gentlemen. Uh, Cody versus Brock, I, I think that Texas Bull Road match, it captures some of the territorial days of wrestling, which I, I think we all can attest that we enjoyed. Uh, and adversity was something Chris brought up, and you told a uh, you know fantastic story between the two. So th- that definitely, for me, was uh, a great affair. And and Heyman being proud of Mayhem introducing the tournament, the, the new hardcore title, I, I think that is just going to be so intriguing. So I'm going to throw it back to you all. That, that's just some of my uh, quick highlights. Yeah, that was great. Uh, tremendous open for the show. I love the way you, you did that, the way you worked that in. That was really cool. I uh, might see that on Warzone <laughs> in the near future. Um, but MJF in the Callus family is just like, come on, it's man. too perfect. Oh, Gosh, geez. Um, that's terrible. Uh, Chris Jericho <laughs> probably have something to say about that. Um, nice callbacks to the Lethal Lottery. Love how you tied that back in. Again, we talk about it all the time. If you uh, missed past episodes, if you're not caught up on season two, uh, we're tying things together, even season one, but specifically in that situation, season two, uh, very nicely done. Surprised that Rhea Ripley tapped out. Also very surprised that Sting got squashed. Um <laughs> So there's that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but man, uh, tremendous pay per view. I thought it was very, a great way to um, to like we said earlier, springboard into what's next. First pay per view behind you. Thought that was really good. Thank you. I appreciate it. No, it, it was, and and I cannot wait to see what uh, Chris and the Warzone and with Are You Ready has for us. So hey, without further ado, if if you're ready. I know I, I'm ready. Are so you ready? All right. <laughs> That's what I was wondering. Yeah, I hope so. All right. Here we go. No time limit. Warzone presents Are You Ready? pay-per-view of season three presented by the Warzone brand. What a night we have in store tonight. Tom Hannafin here at ringside alongside Corey Graves and Chris Jericho. Five incredible matches, four championships to be decided, including our opening contest to crown the first ever Warzone mixed tag team champions. Here comes the Rebel Heart, Johnny Gargano, his wife, the Poison Pixie, Candice LeRae. Now, unfortunately, Johnny Gargano, no longer the Intercontinental Champion. He lost that title this past Thursday on Warzone thanks to some interference, which I'm sure this man had something to do with. He was physically on the outside, but his best friend was in the match. Come on, put two and two together, people. 
course, I'm talking about Matt Cardona, his wife, the hot mess Chelsea Green, making their way to the ring. All right, here we go. Bell sounds Gargano chasing Cardona around. Uh, Cardona wants no part of him. They do a few laps around the ring. Slide in. Cardona stomping on Johnny. Gets the advantage. Cardona shoots him over the top rope. Cardona celebrates, but Johnny lands on the apron. Matt turns around. Slingshot spear by Gargano. Gargano trying to lay in the shots, but Cardona crawls away and tags in Chelsea Green. She gets in. Wants a piece of Johnny, but Candace leans over, tags herself in, comes in, Luthes press, the battle is on. They roll over to the ropes, ref gets in between them, Chelsea thumb to the eye. Chelsea now on the middle rope, taunting the crowd, but Candace recovers, jumps on the bottom rope, snap German suplex, followed by the Cabrata moonsault from the second rope, the cover one, two, Cardona in to break it up. Candace gets up in Matt's face. Matt Pie faces her. But here comes Johnny. He goes after Matt. I would hate to be the referee trying to keep control of this one, ladies and gentlemen. We skip ahead a little ways. Cardona and Candace are legal here. And as much as Johnny doesn't like it, it's legal. That's what these titles are all about. Matt and Chelsea have done a great job of isolating Candace in their corner. Candace is fighting back in the corner, though. Big shots to both Matt and Chelsea. Smart Mark trips Candace and holds her foot. Chelsea curb stomp. The referee is arguing with Smart Mark. Cardona jumps in without the tag. They set up Candace in the corner. Broski boot, but nobody home. Candace recovers. She's trying to get to Johnny. She makes the tag, but the ref is distracted with Smart Mark. He didn't see it. Cardona beating down on Candace. Referee is not going to allow Gargano to get in the ring. Matt lining up here for radio silence. Jumps up. Candace catches him. Sit down. Power bomb. And she makes a tag to Johnny. Here he comes. House of fire. Couple of clotheslines. Tilt a whirl. Head scissors. Chelsea's in. Johnny starts to go after her, but she quickly rolls out of the ring. Johnny turns around. Big spine buster from Matt Cardona. Cardona picks up Johnny, shoots him to the ropes. Johnny slides through the legs, rolls Cardona up, insecure to the face, super kick, tornado DDT. Chelsea comes in, and she's staring down at Johnny. She's not backing down this time. Chelsea talking trash. Johnny seems to be hesitant, though. She slaps him in the face, goes for a low blow, but Johnny catches the foot, locks in the Gargano escape. Cardona isn't, but Candace misses Gargano escape. They've got him locked in center of the ring. Cardona, he's going to tap, but Chelsea grabs the hand and won't let him. Smart Mark gets on the ring apron. Wait, here comes Brian Myers and hits Gargano with the Intercontinental title to break it up. Where did he come from? Wait, Tommaso Ciampa's here. Ciampa slides in. He's battling with Brian Myers. The referee is trying to get them out, but he just can't. Chelsea going after Candace, sets her up for the unprettier, but Candace reverses. Poison Rana. Cardona and Gargano are legal here, though. Cardona is selling. Candace helping Johnny up right from behind. There's another mask man. Slides in. Goes to hit Johnny, but he ducks. The mask man hits Candace. The mask man hit Candace with the title. Johnny is stunned. He goes after the mask person, but they get away through the crowd. Johnny comes back to check on Candace. Radio silence from Cardona. The cover. One, two, three. Matt Cardona and Chelsea Green. I can't believe this is the way our first mixed tag champs are crowned. But of course, we shouldn't expect anything less from the major players and the Miz. Corey says, come on, Miz. Miz didn't do anything wrong. You can't prove that Mass Man was him. 
Jericho says, come on, Graves, don't be a stupid idiot. You know they've been in cahoots. You know that was Miz. Nevertheless, Matt Cardona, Chelsea Green, your brand new mixed tag team champions. We cut to the backstage area. We see Edge watching this go down on the monitor. He goes back to putting his boots on, getting his gear together. You see the World Heavyweight Championship beside of him. Then we cut to the locker room of AJ Styles. He's stretching. He's getting ready for action as well for tonight's main event. But as we settle things back down here, it's time for our next contest. Here comes the loudmouth, the arrogant, the social media megastar, Logan Paul. And Jericho says, Mike, you took the words right out of my mouth. It's exactly what I was thinking about this stupid idiot. I just wish Tom would say it when he does the ring introductions. Well, Chris, it remains to be seen if Tom will ever do ring introductions. That's for another time. Here comes Logan Paul's opponent, Kevin Owens, who, let's be honest, Chris, we still aren't sure what your relationship with KO is. And Jericho says, well, that makes two of us. All right, I guess only time will tell with that situation. Bell sounds were underway. We skip ahead in the match a little way. Logan Paul is in full control here. He heads to the top rope, cross body connects, followed by a standing moonsault. The cover, one, two, KO kicks out. Logan Paul, very frustrated here. Looks like he's headed to the apron, looking for that slingshot clothesline. He's pointing to the announce table, though, and he's taunting Jericho. He leaps up, but off the flip, he's caught. Pop-up powerbomb! The cover, one, two. Logan Paul gets the shoulder up. KO to the outside. He's going to the top rope. He makes eye contact with Jericho as well as he's going up. KO, swanton bomb, but Logan Paul gets the knees up. Logan's so proud of himself here. He's loading up for that right hand. KO blocks it. Turns him around. Backslide. No. Logan flips over. Lands on his feet. KO kick to the gut. Stunner. Logan shoves him off towards the ref. KO able to stop himself. Turns around. Logan Paul. Big right hand. But KO ducks. He hits the referee. The referee is taken on here. Logan Paul turns around. Kick to the gut. Stunner. But there's no referee. KO is trying to wake the ref up. Logan Paul, though, is selling up behind him. He's pulling out a pair of brass knucks. He's got him on his right hand. But Chris Jericho gets up from commentary, jumps up on the apron and grabs Logan Paul's right hand. He stops him from taking a shot at KO. Logan starts arguing with Jericho, who hits him with a big right hand. Logan sells back, stunner by KO. KO sees Jericho, though. He approaches him, asks him what he's doing. Jericho gets in the ring. He tries to plead with him that he was trying to take out Logan Paul. But about that time, Logan Paul comes to from the apron. Slingshot lariat. KO sees it coming, shoves Jericho out of the way, and he takes the hit. Logan Paul starts laughing, but Jericho spins him around. Judas effect. He rolls KO on top. He wakes up the ref. One, two, three. Kevin Owens. Thanks to a big assist from Chris Jericho. Getting the win. Jericho helps KO up. They start exchanging some words. But Logan Paul sells up. Code breaker by Chris Jericho on Logan Paul. Followed by a stunner by Kevin Owens. KO and Jericho finally embrace. It's been a long time coming. They are on the same page here. All right. We settle back down here. We get some ads to play. Give Jericho some time to get back to the commentary table. 
And our second championship of the night about to be decided right here. The tag team titles. Here come the newcomers to the war zone. Drafted for the first time in three seasons. Matt and Nick Jackson, the Young Bucks. And here they come, the undisputed tag team champions, holding both the Mayhem and Warzone titles. They're actually here, here they come. We see them in the flesh, the Usos are here. They won the titles from the major players in an open challenge back at the last stand. Quickly getting the job done. We'll see how this plays out tonight. Championship introductions. Bell sounds we are underway this highly anticipated matchup. Jay Uso and Matt Jackson in the ring to kick us off here. They lock up a couple exchanges, arm wrenches. Matt Jackson flips over, kips up. Jay with a big shot takes him back down. Jay off the ropes, over Matt, leapfrog by Matt. Jay goes for a clothesline. Matt catches him, rolling northern light suplexes. Three of them. He looks like he's going for a fourth, but here comes Jimmy. Matt grabs him, suplexes both of them. Drags Jay over, tags in Nick, drapes Jay on the middle rope. Nick off the top, 450, draping 450 by Nick Jackson. First cover of the match, only a two count. Nick shoots Jay off the ropes, blind tagged by Jimmy. Nick goes for a back body drop, but Jay lands on his feet, pushes Nick towards the ropes for the O'Connor roll, insecurity by Jimmy. Jay rolls Nick over, picks him up in one motion, back suplex, neck breaker, my goodness. Jay goes for the cover, but only a two count again. Skip ahead a little ways. Uso's in full control. Jimmy and Matt Jackson are legal in the corner. Running hip attack by Jimmy. The Usos throw up the ones. They're talking trash about this B show here. Jimmy sets up again. Charges. Matt moves. Nobody home for the hip attack. The crowd is urging Matt to make the tag. Jimmy tags in Jay, who charges over. Super kicks Nick off the apron. Jay turns around. Matt rolls him up. One, two, Kick out, super kick by Matt. Nick is back up, quick tag. Matt flips Jay over, Indy Taker, they hit it. The cover one, two, shoulder up by Jay Uso. Few more minutes go by, it's been such a back and forth contest here. The Usos have regained control, double super kick on Nick Jackson. Nick shot off the ropes, 1D, but Nick counters Canadian Destroyer. Jay grabs Nick, but Nick throws him to the outside. Jay sells up now. Nick, springboard corkscrew moonsault on the outside. Jimmy comes to, rolls out, but Matt drop kicks him through the middle rope. He th Matt throws Jimmy back in. I don't even know who's legal at this point. Who cares? Jimmy goes for the super kick, but Matt catches the flip, takes him down. Sharpshooter is locked in in the middle of the ring. Nowhere for Jimmy to go, and Jay is laid out. No Paul Heyman, no solo in sight. Jimmy is in desperation. Wait. From the crowd, FTR slides in the ring and starts beating down on Jimmy Uso while he's in the sharpshooter. The referee is throwing this out. Unbelievable. The Bucks had this one in the bag. Matt releases. They get in the face of Dax and Cash. Nick gets in. Jay slides in, drags Jimmy. FTR notice it. They start chasing after the Usos. They want those Mayhem tag titles. But the Bucks, incredibly frustrated. They had the match won. Had it not been for FTR and their claim for those Mayhem titles.
What an unbelievable ending. We cut to Triple H's office. Now we see he and Road Dog talking. The match is on a monitor, but they're not paying attention. They seem like they're discussing Seth Rollins in his upcoming therapy sessions. <laughs> There's a knock at the door, and in walks Jeff Jarrett. And Jeff says, what up, boys? Road Dog embraces Jeff, happy to see him. Triple H looks less than thrilled. Triple H says, I don't remember asking you here, Jeff. Now's not a good time. What can I do for you? Jeff says, well, yeah, you didn't ask me, and that's why I'm here. It's been four weeks since I re-signed with this brand, and I haven't heard anything about your plans for me. Triple H says, well, Jeff, that's because they, they're not finalized yet. Road Dog quickly interrupts. They're, we've got them. They're just not finalized yet. Triple H gives Road Dog a look. Jeff says, oh, all right, well, listen. I'm just looking for an opportunity. You guys know my track record. Season one MVP. I can be a tremendous asset for this brand. I just want an opportunity to prove it. Road Dog says, for sure. Listen, Jeff, just come to Warzone this Thursday. We'll get something figured out. As Triple, H, Triple H's look turns to annoyance. Jeff says, thanks, guys. You're not going to regret it. He quickly leaves, and Triple H says, what in the world was that? Road Dog says, I know, I know, but he's done a lot for me. We got to give him a chance. Can we just figure something out? Triple H rolls his eyes and sits down as we cut to the ring. Well, here we go. It is time for this heated rivalry to be settled. Here comes the Empress of Tomorrow, Asuka. And here comes our champion, the man, Becky Lynch. As smoke fills the arena, the fans love to see the man. Here we go. What a match this should be. Mike Rome does the championship introductions. Here we go. Bell sounds. These two lock up. Asuka with a headlock. Becky shoots her off the ropes, but Asuka hangs on. Becky tries it again. Asuka takes her down with a headlock. Becky fights her way up. Couple shots to the ribs. Asuka off the ropes. Goes for a clothesline. Becky catches the arm. Looking for the disarmor, but Asuka able to roll through. Couple of quick forearm shots. A roll up by Asuka, but only a two count. Asuka sells to the corner. Becky charges in. Asuka backdrops her over, but Becky lands on the apron. Asuka connects. Huge roundhouse kick, followed by a hip attack through the middle rope, sends Becky to the floor. few more minutes go by. Asuka still has Becky down in the ring, working on that upper body, setting up for that Asuka lock. Becky starts finding up, starts that comeback. Spin kick to the gut, off the ropes, big flying clothesline. Becky going for the manhandle slam. Asuka slips behind. Snap German suplex. Rolls it over. She's got the Asuka lock. There it is in the middle of the ring. Becky in a bad way here. The referee starts checking. Raises the hand once. Twice. But Becky holds it up the third time. She fights up. She kicks off the top rope and has Asuka pinned. One, two, kick out. Both ladies back up. Asuka roundhouse kick, but Becky catches it. Backsploder! And another backsploder. Becky to the top rope. Missile drop kick. Asuka sells up. Becky manhandle slam connects the cover. One, two, shoulder up by Asuka. Becky can't believe it. Becky slowly making the climb back to the top rope. Asuka's up there to meet her, though. They start battling. Becky gets the advantage. Avalanche manhandled. No, Asuka turned it into a Spanish fly. What a counter. Back into the Asuka lock. 
It is locked in deep. Becky, look at Becky. Becky's biting the hand of Asuka, causing her to loosen the grip. Enough for Becky to get the advantage. Counters into the disarm her. Becky's got the disarmer. Asuka desperately fighting, but she taps out. This one is over. What a hard-fought victory as Becky Lynch retains the gold. Becky helps Asuka to her feet. Looks like respect was earned here tonight. Asuka goes for the mist, but Becky ducks. Asuka missed the referee. Manhandle slam by Becky. She is standing over Asuka talking trash and holding up that championship. Becky Lynch getting the last laugh here tonight. And are you ready? All right, before our main event tonight, coming up this Thursday on the Warzone, we will check in on the first therapy session of Seth Rollins. And what's next for his wife, our women's champion, Becky Lynch, We'll find that out. Also, Darby Allen will be in one-on-one action against the A-list through The Miz, and we will continue to bring in new superstars from the supplemental drafts. You never know who's going to pop up on the war zone. But it is now time for the main event. That's Thursday. We got one more to go for all the marbles. Here comes the former world heavyweight champion, a Jay Styles, who won the title from Seth Rollins in month five last season, successfully defended over Cody Rhodes, but lost on the season three premiere to the man he is going to battle here tonight. You think you know me? And here it comes, our world heavyweight champion. That new attitude, a new vision it seems, but the same determination, the same will to stay on top at any cost. It's the rated R superstar, Edge. Edge makes his way into the ring now. Edge just laughs, looking around, looking at his world title, starts talking trash to the crowd as he pounds on the world title. He finally gives it up. The referee holds the belt high. Mike Rum does championship introductions. Bell sounds, here we go. Our main event is underway. They're sizing each other up here. Edge is not backing down like he did in week one, though. Series of exchanges back and forth. Edge with the O'Connor roll. One, two. AJ kicks out as they get up. Edge, big boot to the face. Edge goes to work on AJ, just choking him, using the four count, shoving his boot across his throat, all the things you would expect. Edge just relentless here. He lets AJ up. AJ swinging wildly. Edge just laughing at him. AJ staggers around. Edge hits the rope. Spear! The cover. One, two. Kick out by AJ. Edge just laughing sarcastically. And then he locks in the educator submission. Twisting up AJ here. AJ fights. Finally, he makes it to the ropes. He rolls to the outside. He's staggering around. Edge out there with him. Lines him up. Spear, but Edge through the barricade. AJ moved out of the way. This could be the opening that AJ needs. AJ. Starts taking it to Edge. 
They fight through the crowd here. The referee letting this one go. AJ chucks a trash can and hits Edge with it. AJ gets on a stack of road cases. Phenomenal forearm. But, of course, he can't pin him out there. He's dragging him back to the ringside area. He throws Edge into the ring. AJ trying to come in, but Edge kicks the middle rope and crotches AJ. Followed up with the Execution DDT. The cover one, two, shoulder up by AJ. Edge starts laughing again, but he grabs AJ, covers him. One, two, another kick out. Edge starts pounding away on AJ, yelling at him, just saying, why won't you stay down? Edge picks up AJ, shoots him to the buckle. AJ reverses. Edge slides to the corner as to not hit the buckle, charges back in, patented AJ Styles drop kick, and that sparks AJ. Here he goes, quick shots, backing into the corner. Edge goes for a clothesline. AJ ducks springboard from the second buckle, reverse DDT connects. AJ to the outside, phenomenal forearm, but as he gets up to the ropes, Edge launches himself at the ropes. AJ sees it last minute, jumps down, connects with an insecurity that takes Edge down. AJ springboard 450, goes for the cover, only a two count on Edge. Edge rolls to the outside. AJ to the apron, goes for the sliding knee, but Edge moves. AJ turns around, Edge trips him. AJ face first on the apron. Edge grabs him, hangs him off the apron, taking tips from his longtime buddy Randy Orton, drops AJ with a DDT on the floor. Rolls AJ in the ring, covers him. One, two, kick out again by AJ. Edge cannot believe it. Getting frustrated, goes to the corner, pulls the hair, goes for the spear, but AJ leaps frogs. Edge hits the buckle, sells out, kick to the gut, Styles clash, but no, Edge rolls him up, one, two, kick out, both get up, spear again by Edge, the cover, one, two, kick out by AJ, how in the world, Edge picks him up, grabs him from behind, going for a kill switch, but AJ drops down, rolls up Edge, one, two, kick out. Both men up to their feet. AJ, another kick to the gut. Styles Clash connects this time. AJ to the outside. He's calling for it. Phenomenal forearm. Hits Edge. The cover. One, two. Foot on the rope by Edge. What is it going to take here? Both men staggering up. They start trading shots. Back and forth. Edge misses. AJ hits the Pele kick. But Edge hits that clothesline, turning AJ inside out. Edge crawls to the corner. AJ spears up, or sells up, spear, no, kick to the head. Another Styles Clash. AJ quickly to the apron for another phenomenal forearm. But wait, look, look below AJ. There's somebody in a mask. Wait, what is this? AJ hits a sliding knee on that masked person taking him out. He's loading up for the forearm, but he stops. He, he points to the ref. There's another person in a mask on the other side. The ref is yelling at this person who is not moving. AJ gets in the ring. He loads up. Phenomenal form on the mask person on the outside. He gets back on the apron, loads up, but two more masked people appear on the other. What is going on? That is four. I know we've seen three pop up recently, but this is crazy. Edge is getting up, catches. AJ catches him with a forearm that rocks him. AJ loads up. Springboard spear in midair by Edge. The cover. One, two, three. Edge somehow has defeated AJ Styles here to retain the World Heavyweight Championship. Edge sells up. All four masked individuals slide in the ring and surround him. What is happening here? AJ gets up. They start assaulting AJ. Edge just starts laughing. What in the world is going on? 
Two of the masked individuals go get chairs. They put one under AJ's head and they hand the other to Edge. Edge hits a concerto on AJ Styles. The four people begin removing their masks and it, it, it's Matt Cardona, Brian Myers, Chelsea Green, and Smart Mark Sterling. What? Are you kidding me? After all they've been through, the wars against each other, they're aligned? Are you kidding me? They all kneel before Edge as he holds up the World Heavyweight Championship. What an unholy alliance. We are out of time here at Are You Ready? We will see you this Thursday on the War Zone. Chris, uh, you've outdone yourself. Uh, I'm just going to spotlight a few things and, and leave it to you and Andy to discuss. Uh, the mixed tag team championship match. I, I like what you're doing with this idea. The whole concept: uh, Gargano and and Larray taking on uh, Matt Cardona and Chelsea Green. I actually, uh, unlike Andy, and just poking a little fun at him, I'm a fan of uh, Cardona and Chelsea Green. So I love that you know, I'm going to take so the heat, I guess, a little <laughs> bit. And I'll tell you, the Jericho and Kevin Owens callback is nice. And then I'll let y'all uh, converse about it. Just, uh, you know, that's only a few things, but I, I can name so much more. So uh, well done, my friend, on the Are You Ready pay-per-view. Yeah, I'm, I enjoy the uh, Chris Jericho, Kevin Owens callbacks and stuff. That's that's really cool. Um, the, uh, the Young Bucks-Usos match was really good. Yeah. I, I enjoyed that one a lot. Uh, Becky Oscar was great, as always. <laughs> um, but, man... I'm sick of the major players so much. <laughs> I like Chelsea. Chelsea's awesome. It's just, you know, Matt and Brian. I like Smartmark. I even like Smartmark more than I like the two of them. But and now it just got, it got a worse. little more interesting. It just got worse. You talked about MJF and Don Callis together. I wish you could. I don't know if you looked at me when you when you I said I literally facepalmed. I, I, I literally facepalmed when you said it. I did. I made sure to watch you the whole time <laughs> I was saying it because I wanted your reaction to a heel edge and now being aligned edge with heads are back. the major players. The edge heads are back. Absolutely. It was priceless. Oh, man. Two great pay-per-views, Tyler. Man, what a fun time. Yeah. Uh, two, two incredible pay-per-views. It, it was a lot of fun just to see how these storylines would play out, and, and they're just going to continue. That That's the thing about this show. It makes me want more, yep. and, and that's a good thing. Yeah, for sure. All right, Tyler, what is it time for, my friend? It, it is time for the uh, drops and pickups is what it's time for, Chris, and now we can announce them. The pickups will be a surprise, yes. so only I will know who Chris and Andy decides to drop and pick up. So, uh, gentlemen, without further ado. Here we go. All right. Um, we'll announce our drops publicly. Um, uh, and let's okay. not let's not forget that um, what we mentioned for the last two weeks, there is a trade that has been pushed through. Um, we agreed to it in principle a couple of weeks ago, but now one half of the trade is through. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the other half of the trade will go through after next Thursday's show. Yep. So you will see the results of that trade. So, again, remember, we can trade at any time, not, not just during drops and pickups. But here we go, drops and pickups. We'll make these uh, drops public, and then the pickups will be private. Andy, are you dropping anybody this month? I'm not dropping anybody. I'm holding on to everybody. All right, that's interesting. Tyler, I've got two drops, my friend. I am going okay. to be 
Warzone is going to turn come to terms on the release of Rey Mysterio. Poor Rey Rey. That's twice I think he's been released in the first Poor month. Poor guy. That's <laughs> true, yes. And then Warzone has also come to terms on the release of Logan Paul. Oh, that's a surprise. I did not expect Logan Paul to, to see the door. Well, he'll need some extra prime. There's, uh, he will. That is correct. Um, there, there might be a situation where he comes back later on. Um, but I need the roster spot more than anything. So he was the sacrificial lamb. I understand. <laughs> Took him out back. Exactly. So the way this will work, since Andy didn't <laughs> drop anybody, and Andy gets to go first. Yep. Because I picked first in the draft this season. So Andy's going to go first. So the picks will go Andy, Chris, Andy, Chris, Chris, Chris. So I, Andy will, will alternate mm-hmm. and then I will essentially get three at the end. Yep. All right. So we will send these separately to Tyler. Andy, you can go first. Okay. It is sent. I think I heard him get it. <laughs> yeah. You did. And that. That looks good. You know, All right. comparing the rosters. All right. All right. And my first pick on its way. Okay. And looking at his, Chris, you yours looks fine as well. Awesome. All right. Andy with the second pick up. Andy, uh, still good. And these are good picks, by the way. I cannot wait to see how you use these. Still good. All right. Andy gets both of his two. Now I have three in a row. Let's hope I can get these. Makes me a little nervous that you get three. (laughs) Chris, uh, just another uh, compelling pick, and uh, you're good. I mean, all these, I'm comparing rosters just to make sure, so we're fair. And and, uh, everything is... uh, it's fine. It's one that I really needed. All right, here comes two more. Ooh, that's a sweet pick, ah, uh, Chris. And uh, I like it. Yeah, cannot wait. And 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 yeah. Uh, and we got yeah, one once again. One yeah, more. Nothing's coming. wrong. Here yeah. we go. One Everything's more. Everything's clear. Ah, uh, the nostalgia. That's all I'm going to say. Uh, Chris with another solid pick. Sweet. I needed all of those people so much. All right. (laughs) Man, fantastic show. Yeah. So much fun. I can't wait to build towards next Thursday. So, again, uh, make sure you're subscribed to this feed if you've stumbled upon our show because today's Elimination Chamber Day. More content coming your way. And then, of course, next Tuesday, Squared Circle Radio. And then next Thursday, week five, of the MCWF, Tyler, it's coming up quick. I know it's coming up so fast. Uh, I agree. Great shows by both of you. And uh, I cannot wait. Uh, th- that's the thing about being the moderator. I, I kind of can tell some of these surprises and trades are going down before the audience. Uh, <laughs> hey, listen, it's, it's not my fault. You know, these, these guys, uh, they're, they're the creators. That's so take it up with them already. The contract deals are going on. Paul Heyman is already at work along with Triple H. It's just all amazing. It's good stuff. Well, are you ready for a five-week build instead of a four-week build? Five weeks. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> because of our calendar, uh, we're going by an actual calendar. So yep. it's the last Saturday of every month when our pay-per-views will drop. So February um, had 29 days, which was wild. Yep. Um, and then now we go to March, which essentially makes that a five-week month. The yep. last Saturday in March is... 
five weeks in, so that'll be our pay-per-view. Yep. Our first five-week TV build. <laughs> yeah, I'm scrambling already a little bit trying to figure out how I'm going to stretch some stuff out, but we'll get there. We will see how it goes. <clears throat> All right. Um, Andy, anything else to add before we sign off, ma'am? No, just first way, first great, first two great pay-per-views for both of us and looking yep. forward to month two and join us along for the ride because it's going to be a lot of twists and turns, I have a feeling. It's going to be a lot of fun, a whole lot of fun. Tyler, anything more before we sign off? Uh, the only other thing is I cannot wait to see what else is going to happen. Let's do it. Follow us at SQ Circle underscore radio on all social media. For Andy and Tyler, my name is Chris Belcher. This has been the MCWF. We will catch you guys down the road. Down the road.